0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: The Navy is starting to make some major strides toward corralling its scattered warehouses of data. The main effort is to offer data management as an enterprise service for both the Navy and the Marine Corps. The platform is called Jupiter. Over the past year, the Navy Department has onboarded thousands of users and started advanced analytics on 30 different data use cases. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more on what the Navy has learned so far. The Navy Department launched Jupiter in April of last year as part of a new data architecture that's meant to consolidate information from across the Navy and Marine Corps, digest it into a coherent structure, and make it usable to service members and civilian employees at all levels of the force. Tom Sasala. The Navy's chief data officer says there's a big hunger across both services to turn vast troves of unstructured data into something naval organizations can use for decision making.
2: What we found is 95% of our customers are folks who don't have these tools at their ready disposal. That they've been fighting with system owners, they've been fighting to get access to data, they've been fighting to get the tools they need to do their job on the network for one reason or another. Or the network, because of its age and kind of fragility, Right? doesn't really support the type of analysis that we need to do. So Uh, The biggest success I've actually found with Jupiter so far is the partnership that we've actually built with
1: our customers. Jupiter is part of the Defense Department's broader data analytics platform called Advana, but the Navy wants to make it a general purpose shared service that any naval command or office can feed data into and get insights from, regardless of how comfortable with data analytics they are. Stephanie Tutko is the senior data analyst for the CDO's office.
3: We have self-service use cases. That's for organizations who have analysts, data engineers feel comfortable ingesting data into the platform and performing analytics themselves. We have limited or supported service models. That's typically for teams that would like some help with data ingest, would like to work with our data engineering team, or want to establish an API, but are fully confident doing the analytics themselves, whether it be advanced analytics or visualization. Our final model that we offer is full service. That is a full partnership with the Jupyter team from soup to nuts. So we will help you define your problem, and we will walk you all the way through to building out the analytics from you. What we have found over the year is that it doesn't matter what model you're using, successful use cases are very focused on that finding good data to answer good questions and being successful in a quick path
1: to Jupiter. For any given use case, Tutko says success depends on five basic prerequisites, figuring out what problem you're expecting the data to solve, defining success criteria, determining who will consume the data and what questions they're trying to answer and what information actually matters to their decision-making process.
3: Truly the most important lesson that we have learned in the past year. Without having that clear understanding of what we're trying to do, what we're trying to answer, and what persona we're trying to address. It is incredibly difficult to have quick success with an MVP. Doesn't mean you won't have success with an MVP. It will just be a much longer road to success, because you'll iterate and iterate. Speaking from experience, the Dawn CIO team built out dashboards. We had a lovely conceptual model. It was beautiful. It integrated information across multiple information domains. But... As we iterated it became clear that we didn't have enough focus so as we were building it out we iterated and it became kind of a rock drill was is this the dashboard that you want no this isn't the dashboard you put is this the dashboard you want no not quite it so had we honed in on who we were trying to address and what questions we were trying to address we would have much quickly got to our MVP dashboard but that's all right. We're we're learning. Now we can pass this lesson on to other use cases.
1: At this point, there are 30 different use cases that have been successfully brought into the Jupiter environment, including 17 that use advanced analytics, 13 data visualizations, and more than 140 dashboard models that can be reused across the Navy and the Marine Corps. The use cases run the gamut from tracking cases of COVID-19 and stocks of personal protective equipment in real time to improving department leadership's views over performance management. In another example, the Office of the Assistant Secretary of the Navy for Manpower and Reserve Affairs is using Jupiter to assemble a clearer view for senior defense leaders on destructive behaviors like sexual assault, suicide, and poor command climates. Marcy McLaughlin, the Office's Director for Manpower Analytics, says that's an example where the data senior leaders need already exists, but it's stored in more than a dozen different systems. But once it became a priority to ingest that data into Jupiter, those data warehouses started to get unlocked.
4: And we used JIRA to track the progress of these data sets, and then we visualized it in a dashboard. What we wanted to do here was to ensure that we had full transparency on where the progress was being made and where we might be seeing the beginnings of a blocker so that we could remove them it's important i think that we we speak a lot about transparency in our data but when it gets down to actually working it and and acquiring the data and then making it visible sometimes there's a little bit of hesitancy or resistance and we are you know we're working through it and making great progress um but this here is just an example of the dashboard that we would uh portray for the secretary on a weekly basis and give him an update relative to where we were which systems had we acquired which ones were we still waiting on and each one had its own story
1: in another example the navy is using jupiter to apply predictive analytics to future hiring needs for its civilian workforce the use case tries to predict how future budgets will change and how the Navy will respond, how many people will get hired and retire, and whether the Navy will have too many or too few civilians at any particular point in time in any particular career field. Greg Gadron is the director of the Manpower Office's Analytics, Visualizations, and Intelligence Division.
0: We have lots of good examples of, you know, every year the Office of Civilian Human Resources asks each major BSO for a hiring plan. And... A lot of times, the way that's designed is for it to be built ground up. Here's a blank template. Tell us how many, where you need, and where you need it. But in reality, a lot of the processes you'll see that have gone on as far as requirements development, uh, budgeting development, as well as looking at what our current workforce is and what it'll be in the future has already been done. Um, and it's already been done, in some cases, in authoritative system. And so the idea behind this is, in a way, is that, hey, can we, A, see where we're going and then maybe also build up some of these things that instead of coming from the ground up, we can say, well, here's what we think you would need based off of your current plans. And then hopefully from there, we're just asking for puts and takes. That's just one kind of example of some of the goals that we have here. Um, it also will allow senior leadership to kind of look at some of those gaps too and look at those models to say, where are we looking five, 10, 15 years that we will need certain skill sets that may not necessarily be present? Um, where we have gaps now for skill sets that we need immediately? And what we, can we do to figure that out, um, where are potentially we're stronger in some areas than others and strong certain BSOs and commands than others, that we can work together on that. So those are some of the goals.
1: But Tutco says the CDO's office wants to make sure potential customers understand what Jupiter is and isn't. It cannot answer every question the Navy and Marine Corps might ask. And users also need to understand that once their data is in Jupiter, it's available to the entire naval enterprise.
3: It exists to integrate, share, and exploit data at scale to address cross-domain analytic issues. Stores a vast repository of enterprise data and it provides ready access to robust analytics and data tools. It's not a hosting environment for tools. It doesn't replace SharePoint. It doesn't replace other KM capabilities. And it is absolutely not, it is the antithesis of a place where you are going to create data or analytics stovepipes. That does not happen in the platform. The platform is for integration not segregation.
1: Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Jared's story at
0: federalnewsnetwork.com.
2: Welcome to the Lessons in Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Shane Canfield, CEO of WEPA. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Rick Wade, Senior Vice President of Strategic Alliances and Outreach at the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Previously, Rick was a Senior Advisor and Deputy Chief of Staff to Secretary of Commerce Gary Locke, He worked closely with the Obama administration, and he also worked with Commerce's Economic Development Administration to foster regional economic development in distressed areas and with the Minority Business Development Agency to create jobs through the growth of minority-owned businesses. He received a B.S. from the University of South Carolina and an M.P.A. from Harvard University. Rick, welcome, and thanks so much for joining me.
5: And thank you so much for having me. difficult challenge. One of the other defining uh, moments, I think, in our time uh, that has dictated uh, a change in leadership, if you will, uh, was the murder of George Floyd. I think it created a whole different consciousness uh, in America and certainly within me uh, about the importance of being empathetic uh, in in, in the way I lead, to be inclusive, uh, to to, to lead in a way uh, in which you're very sensitive to the impact of your decisions.
2: I'm Shane Canfield, CEO of WEPA. Thank you for listening to today's Lessons in Leadership podcast. And until we see you next time, take good care.
0: Grab a 30 day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.